This is the Let Get Discussion Podcast. Yeah. Thank you for downloading another episode of Eclectic Discussion Podcast. Obviously, I'm eclectic. Um, we're going to do another of the I Remember When uh, joints from off the um, website I used to post back in the day. Just a lot of nostalgia, a lot of 80s stuff, a lot of 90s references. And um, I'm just going to read it and get my commentary on it. Hopefully, it turns out to be something. We're going to find out. Let me hit the theme song and we get back to it. Let's go. Only yeah, you, yeah. you, you will what? understand what? and appreciate what's about to happen. Now this goes down to my people's representing me, a smooth operator operating correctly. Now this goes down to my people's representing me. Collecting relaxation. Now this goes down to my people's representing Rock grooves and make moves with all the mommies. E. You conceited bastard. Who rock grooves and make moves with all the mommies? Allow to introduce myself. You want the man. Who rock grooves and make moves with all the mommies? You said I'm not to eat. You want to make it burn. Most critically acclaimed Pulitzer Prize winner, best storyteller, thug narrator. I went my step up in the place. They know I step correct. Girls, rub on your titty. Dude is all fucked up and real shit. I got you stuck off the realness. We be the infamous. You gotta get your groove on. I speak clearly so you can understand. E. The dopest, flyest, OG pimp, hustler, gangster player, hardcore motherfucker living today. To be honest, I am totally and completely on his dick. Yo, um, this one, this is like 2006. Anyway, let's get to it. I remember when we used to rock, use jeans, jelly bracelets, and let's see. Michael Jackson caught on fire fucking around with Pepsi. <laughs> use jeans, I never owned. My people's, when people's own used jeans, I never got... Used jeans were the, the first jeans that were purposely ripped and then and, and frayed and, and and they had the patches, the used patches all over them. They were dope. Like, and then they had, the, I think they had the stonewash joints and everything, but they was dope. And they, at the time, this was like 80, I don't know, but they were like $80 though. And nobody... Nobody that was associated with my family was trying to buy me you no know, 70, 80, 90 dollar jeans. Um, but but the dope boys and dope girls, like literally the drug dealer, they they had them, you know, and people had them on TV. Those shits was crazy. Um, Cause you had used jeans, you had damaged, and you had it was another one I can't remember, but those were the days. Um, jelly bracelets. Everybody had jelly bracelets. I don't. The thing about jelly bracelets was I don't remember ever seeing them in a store or anybody ever buying them. But 
people had them. Like the the girls definitely had them, and I didn't really see a guy rocking a jelly bracelet until I, no, I saw um, Ricky on Silver Spoons. He had the jelly bracelet because the thing what what the guys would do was they'd have them twisted like intertwine them a certain way and, but they didn't rock collars it was just like black couldn't just be couldn't have a fruity wrist back in that i guess you could um and everybody michael jackson the pepsi commercial this is the thing when that happened like you got it off of mtv and then you know hit the news days but like could you imagine social media like they would have just went in on them anyway but like you got your news from legit news or it was a newspaper and people didn't know if dude was alive or if he was disfigured because you knew nothing it wasn't like later on you get a tweet from him like nah i'm good with a little selfie <laughs> with the bandages on or something you know nowadays people were like uh, all right let me just go check his twitter instagram oh he's okay okay well whatever let me get these jokes off <laughs> Back to the joint. Um, shirt tails, silver hawks, after school was never dull. He man, battle cat, plus Castle Grayskull. Castle Grayskull is the I got it when I was little. I was I was I was spoiled up until like age twelve. Up until age twelve, I could pretty get off. I could get off almost anything I wanted. Uh, shouts to the only children. Uh, shouts to latchkey kids. Um, I had a Castle Grayskull. I had He-Man. I never had Battle Cat. Dudes down the street had Battle Cat, and I just grabbed the Battle Cat and used it. I never had Battle Cat. I still don't have Battle Cat. Like, I got the the new He-Man joints, the, the classics. I still don't have... I got to get Battle Cat. Look, if you want to send me a Battle Cat in the package, by the way, that, that'll also be dope. I'll give you an address. Um, shirt tails... Look, I do the one gotta go. Everybody knows I do the one gotta go. And every time I put the shirt tails and one of the one gotta go, people get rid of it. Like, they don't remember how dope shirt tails were. They had the the, the first LED <laughs> smart shirts. They was, it was before their time. And then they had a watch, too. Then they have Apple. They might have had an Apple watch. Um, lived in a tree and had a, a, a plane. And Bogey was my dude on the shirt tails. Look, if you don't know Shirt Tales, if you listen to this, you probably do because all I talk about is this old stuff. But if you don't, or if you're unfamiliar, if you if you forgot, go like YouTube Shirt Tales. This is the thing. Before the internet, if I would ask somebody about Shirt Tales and they're like, nah, I don't get it, that was that was the end of the conversation. <laughs> well, it's off TV now and you'll never see it. And um, yeah, well, it was a thing. That's pretty much it. Um, Silverhawks, of course, Silverhawks was incredible. Um, really needs to be uh, rebooted. Needs to be brought back. If you if you get a chance, go into your your your, your podcast machines and your apps and put in a pop culture rescue and um, Silverhawks. Look for Silverhawks. It's a it's a episode of a podcast about how to bring back. <laughs> Silverhawks, and um, you'll hear a familiar voice or two. Um, and then let me know what you think about that. Um, I had Captain Crunch berries came with a decoder. Then they had the submarine that ran on baking soda. 
the crunch braids, I don't even remember the Dakota. I think I just wanted to rhyme with baking soda. No, I do remember the Dakota because it was a dial and you had to turn it and it would give you the letters and you had to put them like, it was like little spaces on the back of the box or you're doing paper. It's like um, Christmas Story, uh, drink your Ovaltine. But forget about that. The submarine that ran on baking soda. First of all, this is why this was a uh, bait and switch. When you look at the box, the submarine looks all big, which you should have known because if it's in the cereal box, it's probably not that big. But it looked like it was big and it looked like it was doing something. It was in the water. It was getting it. And then, you you know, you dig into the cereal box to get the prize. And the thing is like half your pinky. <laughs> it was it was sus, but you open it up. And you put in baking soda because back then homes had baking soda. As an adult, I've never purchased baking soda. I don't even know where baking soda is in my local grocery store. But you would put the baking soda in there and it would float and have a little stuff fizzing. By I mean, it was, it was dope. The, um, the, that was one of the classic cereal box uh, joints. Those, the honeycomb license plates. And the wacky wall walkers. Those were the those were the joints. You got those out the cereal box. Like, do they even like do you you probably got like download codes? You probably got like QR joints on the cereal boxes now. I couldn't even imagine there'd be toys in there. Um anyway, back to the joint. Micro machines, dude was a fast talker. Alphabet cereal had the wacky wall walker. See, that was listen. I want you to know, um, due to the incredible unprofessionalism of this podcast, there's no prep work. I just open up the microphone, hit record, and then we we do this. I didn't know that the Wacky Wall Walkers was in the next line. I've read this thing in 11 years. Just, you know, behind the scenes is how this works. But yes, Alphabet Serial, no Wacky Wall Walkers, Micro Machine, um... Yeah, my man talked very fast. He was on an episode of the Underscoop Fire podcast. Rest in peace. Should hashtag should come back. Hashtag damn some bullshit. Um, back to the post. We played pencils. I'd hold them. He'd hit them. And good lord, Rachel on Caribbean Caribbean rhythms. If <laughs> the Google machine is not even going to do this justice, maybe on YouTube. If I haven't checked on YouTube, and now that I say this. That's definitely what I'm going to do after I'm done recording this. But if you can find Rachel Stewart, Caribbean Rhythm, she's come on BT. At the time, baddest woman on the planet. I had her above everybody. Um, uh, whoever you want to name. Holly Berry, Neil Long, Pamela Anderson. Uh, what's the other chick? Um, the chick that was with uh, Dennis Rodman. Her too. Um, all of them. She had the accent. She had the fight. She, every every um, episode, she was in a bikini. It was... I mean, I'm, I'm watching the joint just... Just for her. The, these uh, reggae songs came on. That's how I started liking reggae, because I would just watch the show, and these music videos come on. Like, the music videos might as well have been commercials. I'm just like, okay, go ahead. Because you never knew when she was going to pop back in. Uh, Shouts to Caribbean Rhythms. Uh, Shouts to Rachel Stewart. Uh, Pencils. I I mentioned this on another podcast. 
episode. I, I can't search for it, but I don't, I don't remember the name. But we played pencils in school where one person would hold their pencil both hands lengthwise, and the other person would take the pencil and try to snap the pencil, break the pencil. And if you broke the pencil, you won absolutely nothing except the and then, then when it was time to do work, you couldn't do it because you only you didn't have no pencil, or you had half a pencil. And the teacher be like, "Yeah, what happened to your pencil?" And it was a whole thing. Then they outlawed pencil. If you got caught playing pencils, you had to go to the principal. It was a whole thing. But um, yeah, those were back in the day. Ooh, racial Caribbean rhythms. Um, Gary Gnu was on the Great Space Coaster. The Purple Rain album came with a Prince poster. Gary Gnu, no Gnu's is good Gnu's with Gary Gnu. Great Space Coaster, most underrated children's television show of the 80s. Maybe it came out in the 70s. That's the other thing about the 80s. As dope as the 80s were, the majority of the entertainment that we had came out in like the 40s. <laughs> All the way up into the 70s. Like it was very little original 80s content like you, you would grow up watching Tom and Jerry and they, you didn't know that Tom and Jerry what you're watching came out in the 50s or you watch Bugs Bunny and Bugs Bunny came out in the 50s um, uh, so Great Space Coast clearly came out in the 70s though because it was some psychedelic joints um, but Great Space Coaster, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a whole show on Great Space Coaster. Granted, that whole show might end up only being 20 minutes long, but that's what I'm going to do. So I'm going to pause on the Great Space Coaster and come back to that. The Purple Rain album, which I did have, I got it for Christmas, if I'm not mistaken. Had a fold-out Prince poster, and it was like a, a, a photo that they took from when they did the video when Doves Cry because it was exact. it was the exact outfits that they had on, and it had the eyes and uh, what lips or whatever from the video was some white background definitely happened um three's company chrissy snow jack tripper my girl of full house had to be kimmy gibbler uh, i'm one of the few like i don't know why i like kimmy gibbler in retrospect incredibly annoying and not an incredible actress either not attractive either but I don't know. Uh, feet stunk. It's a whole thing. Shouts to Full House. Um, and shouts to Three's Company. Chrissy Snow, Jack Tripper. Uh, shouts to Christmas Snow. Even though I am an unapologetic Janet guy. Janet over Chrissy all the time, every time. Matter of fact, I put Terry over Chrissy. It's just me. Shouts to Riggle Beagle, Larry Dallas. Continuing on. Connect Four, Hungry Hippo, Simon and Sorry, Frogger, Q-Bert, Pitfall on Atari. It was the gaming generation. I mean, board games were paramount. Video games was getting in there. Connect Four, Connect Four, simple, basically tic-tac-toe, but with checkers. It's a genius idea, especially back then, because we didn't have anything better. Hungry Hippos, never owned Hungry Hippos, Hungry, hungry hippos. I apologize for the sticklers. Um, I did play it. I did know someone who had it. And it was, as you can guess, not very entertaining. It was a terrible game. People just banging on the thing. and It was stupid. 
Uh, Simon, Simon is dumb. I hate Simon. I only say that because I can only get like three, three to four rounds. And then I just, I, I was young, man. I didn't know any better. Also, if I played it now, I'd probably do the same. Um, sorry. Now, sorry. The board game Sorry is my probably second favorite board game of all the board games. I love Sorry. Sorry is random, but cutthroat and fun. It's a clear objective. It's random because of these cards. And you got strategies like, all right, am I going to move? You get the split. I forget what the split was. I think it's an eight. Eight or a seven. And you can split it like I'm going to move this guy three. And then move this one four. Let me figure that out. And then sorry, you get sorry. You can put people back at the start. And then when you have like no more moves left, but you got somebody at home and you just keep flipping cards, waiting for a one or a two so you can get out of the start. Sorry was a, was a serious situation in my, in my household. And I would love to play sorry with like people, but I, I take sorry serious. Say that. Continuing on, uh, girls had baby hair gelled to their face, construction paper, school boxes, glue, maybe paste. I did a lot to rhyme there. Um, the baby hair, because every girl back then wanted to look like Michael Jackson. I don't know if white girls had, do they? I don't know. You did a, a cow lick or something, something of that nature? I don't know. Um, construction paper. Construction paper was incredible. This is before Manila. Manila paper was the dopest, though, because Manila paper was the color, and you could do anything with it. You could make something with it. You could draw on it. You could write on it. Construction paper, that's when you had all the colors, though. Red, purple, green, yellow, orange. Uh, it was black construction paper because you write on it with the, the chalk or the white um, crayon. You had the white crayon. Shouts to the 64 box with the sharpen on the back. This is the only box that we recognize. I've seen they got like 128. Well, no, 64. That's what you. That's where you live. That's a sweet spot. And shouts to Maze, Forest, uh, Green, and uh, Burnt Sienna. <laughs> flesh. Hashtag Flesh. Silver. Silver was the one on the black construction paper. Construction paper was everything. When you were in art class and they said it's time to break out the construction paper. You knew it was about to go down. You could do almost whatever you want. You cutting it up, making stuff, make your little dumb fuck face hand turkey. Construction paper. Uh, <laughs> uh, Frogger, Cuber, Pitfall. Look, Atari 2600. I reminisce and, and think of how dope and how happy I was to have Atari 2600. But then <clears throat> when you go back and play, Boy, those graphics were terrible. It was a 7800 that you needed. Of course, you could say ColecoVision and television, but it was the 78, I think it was, that had that married the married the, the dopeness of the game with the arcade-like graphics. Because the arcade wasn't, you know, the arcade cabinets. The Atari looked nothing like, like Pac-Man <laughs> on the 2600. The first joint, nah, man. You needed you needed to go a little bit. You needed you needed some more bits. Um, all right, back to this. Um, oh no, glue and paste. Shouts to Elmer's glue. You had to have Elmer's glue. It was another kind of glue out there, but you couldn't come in the art class. You couldn't come <laughs> with some not Elmer's glue. You had to have a you had to have an orange tip. You had to have a cow, which I didn't even realize was a cow back then. I just knew it was Elmer's. 
I always thought it was probably from Uncle Elmer. Used to hang out with Hillbilly Jim. Shouts to WWF. Um, or Pace. Pace I never got. Pace came in a big Tupperware sherbet container. <laughs> I had a stick. And it looked dumb. And, 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 and people used to eat it. I, Pace never made any sense. I, I never got Pace. Anyway. Uh, look, here's the next line. Nasty kids used to eat it. Lisa ate her boogers. My specialty Kool-Aid with a ton of sugar. Okay, ton of sugar. First off, yes, nasty kids used to eat their paste. I don't know what happened. They're probably the parents of the dumb kids who make this awful music these days. It doesn't matter. Lisa ate her boogers. I'm not going to say her last name, even though I want to. But she, I remember we were in line. Uh, yeah, to stand on your homeroom number, room numbers lying outside before the bell rang to be let in the school. This was like fourth grade, well, and Lisa, I'm not saying the last name, but Lisa was standing in back of me, and I was, you know, I was like the third in line, so there wasn't much action going on in the front, so I'm turning around, turning around. She had a finger up her nose. I'm like, ew. Nasty, but whatever. And then she put it in her mouth. Shouts to Akinelli. Um, she put it in her mouth, and I, and I was like, ah, Lisa ate her boogers, and she was humiliated. But I don't care. She shouldn't ate her boogers. And then ever since then, she was known as the girl who eats her boogers. Yeah, I started that. I, I did that. So, you gonna do fight me? Windmill. <laughs> and my specialty Kool Aid with a ton of sugar. Here's what happened. Told you, latchkey kid. So I come home. There's no Kool-Aid left. I'm not going to wait for my mother to come home to make the Kool-Aid because equal rights, people. So <laughs> I'm going to make some Kool-Aid. But I don't make Kool-Aid like um, humans. So, you know, you measure the put your measuring cup, measure the sugar. There's no measuring cup in my house. You crazy. And you know how much water to put. <laughs> Stop it. So, you take the bag of sugar. You make it like Peanut did on House Party. You take the bag of sugar, and what I did, I just had an imaginary line of how high <laughs> of how high the sugar should go. I'm like, mm, right, mm, right around the curve, right at the back, the bottom lip, right when the, the flat turns in the curve, like at the apex, the, the, the tangent, <laughs> the end point of the arc. Uh, a little bit higher sometimes. Of where the sugar goes, I'm like, mm, all right, that's about right for the sugar. And then I put the Kool-Aid in, uh, grape and lemonade. You mix those two together. It's the greatest shit on, on the planet. Anyway, you put those in there, and then you get the water going. And then after you get the water going, see, we didn't have, we weren't like um, uh, the Chapman household that had the actual Kool-Aid jug that looked like the Coop Mr. Kool-Aid Man. We'd used uh, the juice jugs, the the the. the, the juice came in or milk the gallon you know not the half gallon the gallon the gallon jugs with the twist cap so you pour all the sugar in the joints and we didn't had a regular big open uh containers we literally used an old um gallon jug and so you take out the twist cap put the sugar in there right around the lip so now you understand what i meant by the lip put the kool-aid in put the water in turn see because this is i didn't know this until i like got older um and then you twist the cat back on and then you just shake 
you shake the jug until the, until you look at the bottom and the sugar's gone. Like I didn't know that you people like stir, like people were, like for real like stirred the sugar until it. Who stirs? I don't know. So we twist the cap and shake the joint. Um, that's how. That's that's the only way I know how to make Kool Aid. I don't even know the stir mechanism, but I haven't had Kool Aid in like you know twenty years. Um, back to this joint. We're almost done. Um, my specialty Kool-Aid with a ton of sugar. Gra- Listen, I've told you, it's no show prep. Grape mixed with lemonade. I had the mirror shades, calculator watches, swatches, and puma suede. That was a dope line right there. I did I did pretty good right there. Grape mixed with lemonade. I had the mirror shades, calculator watches, swatches, and puma suede. It's like, I- anyway, um, I already mentioned grape with lemonade. Um, the mirror shades, the mirror shades. Ugh. You had the shades, like, and the only, the, you know, there was sunglasses, but the, um, when, if you're looking at me, it was mirror, and then the, the one, the dopest ones, had, like, the leather on the, <laughs> the leather on the sides, the le- like, the little leather jackets on the side with the, with the, with the holes in it. I don't know what they were called or what they was for. I'm just telling you what, what used to go down. Um, calculator watches before Apple watches. If you had the calculator watch, you was, you had you had a little bit of money. You had a little bit of money, or you was a nerd. The calculator watches. Shout out to Richard Stratton. I think he had a calculator watch too. Um, swatches. Oh, the swatches. The swatches and the swatches back is a um, swatch store in the mall, um, right right by where I live. But back then. This watch had the little jelly bracelet type thing that covered the watch, which really didn't make any sense because you need to read the watch. But it was dope. If you had one, you, you, you were sick with it. I never had one. Couldn't afford it. Um, and Puma suede. Look, shouts to the Puma Clydes. The Puma Clydes were the ones that you really wanted. Um, but if you had the Puma suede, the, the Ellis ones back in the day were the black suede with the red Puma symbol. Those were the Ellis, and then I remember on LL Cool J's first album, he said he had light blue Pumas, and, I, and I've never seen them. I, I wanted to see some. I wanted some light blue just because he said he had some. I wanted some light blue ones, but I never, it never happened. Like if I found, if I like went online and I could find some like at Puma though, I'm not eBaying anything. I would, I would get them just cause. I would never wear them. I would just color my LL Pumas. Just the Pumas. Um, where are we at? Where are we at? Uh, Pumas ways. We played Freeze Tag. Steps was home base. Vanilla Moon Pies. I ate them by the case. I did love Vanilla Moon Pies. I did not like the Chocolate Moon Pies. And here's the thing. I used to kill like by the case. I used to I used to put a, a substantial dent in some Moon Pies. Meanwhile, don't really like marshmallow. Yeah. I don't make much sense. Um, we did play freeze tag. Freeze tag was dope. I mentioned that other podcast. You you play freeze tag where whoever's it would touch you, and you had to freeze. <laughs> you had to stop and, and like be in the pose of where you were when they touched you. So arm out, leg. You couldn't move. You moved. You was out. You couldn't play with us anymore. Um, if, but if you got the home base, then they couldn't tag you. So the whole thing was to get the home base before they, I don't remember. So this is the thing. If they tapped you and you were frozen, 
how did you get un- oh no I got it I remember now so so if the if the person that was it tapped you and you were frozen while everybody was trying to get back to home base someone who wasn't tapped or frozen could tap you and unfreeze you so you could to rescue you so you could get to home base I'm, I'm 100% sure that's a we used to play some. Anyway, um, I remember Clear Pepsi. Then they had Slice. Kate and Alley gave me a break. Miami Vice. Clear Pepsi made a comeback, and I bought it every day and multiple bottles daily and drank them all. And Clear, Pe- a lot of people hate Clear Pepsi. Clear Pepsi was my favorite shit. It was so good. And this was—I wasn't even at the age where I could have rum when it came out. It was just. Clear, it was just clear Pepsi. It was you used to dark Pepsi. You see clear, and it still tastes. Listen, clear Pepsi. But like I said, then they had Slice. Now, if you don't know Slice, Slice is probably the greatest soda in the history of all sodas. This is what I'm gonna tell you. They had the Slice, and Slice was basically bootleg Seven Up, and Sprite was bootleg Seven Up. So it went Seven Up, then Sprite, then Slice. Yeah, Slice had the lemon and the lime, right? But what Slice did, one, it tasted, it tasted a little bit different. I think it was a little sweeter. But Slice had mad flavors. That, you know, Sprite was just Sprite. I mean, this was, and 7-Up was just 7-Up. Cherry 7-Up wasn't even out. But Slice had cherry, orange, grape. But they had apple. Apple Slice came out. Changed the fucking game. There was no apple soda. So, yeah, apple juice. But this was apple slice. That came out. We didn't know what to do with ourselves. Apple. Ugh. Go on your Google machines, put in the slice soda, and look at all the flavors they had. Slice needs to come back. Um, I used to watch Alf even knew his real name. And Silver Spoons, everybody wanted to train. Look, if you know Silver Spoons, you know about the train. Everybody wanted to train. Will we actually wrote it? Probably. Yeah. Would our fathers wrote it? No. But Silver Spoons, incredible show. Race car bed, train, uh, video games, and living room. It was, it was, it was, they were doing it big. Um, Alf, shouts to Gordon Shumway. Everybody knows his real name. Look, I don't remember the cat's name, though. I do not remember the cat's name. I was trying to think of it while I was talking. It's filibustering. I can't remember the cat's name, but Gordon Shumway uh, from Mel Mac. Um, and, uh, yeah, yeah, that was, that was the thing. Little Green Army Man, Tonka Toy Trucks, and... Ah, I like how they did that. Little Green Army Man, Tonka Toy Trucks, and I put in WA tapes in my Teddy Ruxpin. One, shouts to me for that line. That was pretty... That was pretty dope. Um, And the Little Green Army Man, my favorite Little Green Army Man, first was the guy that was laying down. But then I got hip to the the, the grenade thrower. The grenade thrower, because he had the ill pose. I, I, I like that one. I like that one. And then the, the machine gun. That was my that was my top three. I didn't really care about the regular guy with the rifle and all that stuff. The the, the guy that had the, the joint. Anyway, Green Army Man. Green. The other thing about the Green Army, there was excellent fodder for the G.I. Joe battles because you get seven, I think, I think it's 7.2 million of them in a, in a bag. 
<laughs> you would just have mad toys to play with. It was, it was, it was what a time, man. Um, and I did. I did put NWE tapes in Teddy Ruxman. It wasn't my Teddy Ruxman, but I did make them. Teddy Ruxman did say, fuck the police. And it was, it was, it was just as dope as you, you imagine right now. Um, Cabbage Patch hit. Parents were going crazy, throwing blows at Toys R Us for a fake baby. Everyone knows when Cabbage Patch when the craze hit. And it wasn't even Black Friday. It was just Perry. It was, it was fucking uh, Periwinkle Tuesday. It was just, if they had them in the stores, man, it was a fight. That was, it was crazy. Um, you couldn't find a black one. Plus, they were ugly. I remember Stone watching Coca-Cola rugby's. Okay. As a guy, I didn't care about uh, Cabbage Patch. I couldn't care less if it was a black one, a brown one, a green one, a yellow one, a purple one. Who gives a shit about that? But the Coca-Cola Rubby. Listen, um, those of you listening, because just because you like following me on Twitter or you stumbled upon this podcast, in the 80s, Coca-Cola clothing was a thing. Like, at the time, it was, it was more popular than Polo. And, and, you know, in my, fuck, even in hip-hop, though, go Google um, Heavy D's first video, Mr. Big Stuff. The Coca-Cola down in there. Listen, the Coca-Cola rugby was a part of my favorite first day of school outfit I ever had. I wish, see, if I was in this generation, I would have had mad pictures of this. I only have, like... I have a, a half picture of it because I wore the same outfit again on picture day. I love the outfit. At a blue, I'm about to tell you, at a blue and white Coca-Cola rugby. So it was blue, all blue, but then the collar was white and then in the, in the middle it had a white, you know, stripe where it had the Coca-Cola and red on it. And then I had some stonewashed jeans. I had, I had some L stonewashed jeans. And then... And I had some white and blue Bally sneakers. I've said this on multiple podcasts, but I don't care. It's my favorite outfit ever. It was all white sneakers, had the blue Bally symbol on it, and then it had Bally written in gold inside the, the Bally symbol, and I had the gold chain. You could, I will wear it today. I will wear that today. It had to be a little bit bigger, but I'd wear it today. I don't even know where I was at. Um... Oh, okay. Coca-Cola Robbins. Um, girls had the Barbie big wheel. It was pink and white. I wanted a BMX Sigma because the wheels was tight. Again, I'm sorry. Go on your Google machines. You got to imagine. I mean, this is back when we were riding bikes, your, your BMX bikes. This is not, we weren't off, off-roading or mountain biking. It was just regular around the, go on your Google machine and look up the Sigma bike. Sigma. S-I-G-M-A B-M-X Look up the Sigma bike and look at the wheels Those wheels were unheard of In the 80s They were unheard of period Just imagine I want you to go and look at this bike And imagine Being the first person on the block with 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 that joint And then I think they had another color But just look at The Sigma bike and look at the wheels um, Jolly Rancher fire sticks, three striped socks, eating lemon heads, made a whistle from the box. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, so everyone knows the Jolly Ranchers and the little Jolly Ranchers. And um, then they have the soft, the chewy Jolly Ranchers. Maybe. Do they still, I don't know if they still have that. But back in the day, in the 80s, they had the Jolly Rancher Sticks. S-T-I-X, by the way. Um, and they were like, um, they were they were like taffy size. They were, you know, a little wide. They were like, um, um, like a half a ruler, like six inches. Yeah, that was it was exactly like a, a, a six inch ruler. But the flavor, they were Jolly Ranchers, like a flat, long Jolly Rancher, and they had the fire sticks, and it was that was the fire red hot cinnamon joint where you and because you would peel down the wrapper and you just suck on the um the 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 the, the Jolly Rancher sticks and they would bring your tongue off but they had all the flavors watermelon peach trouble the fire the jolly rancher steaks they need i don't even know if they're they can't be still around but those dope and of course after you eat anything by fajara pan uh uh lemon lemon heads foster baked beans uh, alexander the grape Jolly Joe's, Mike and Ike's. I remember all these things. Uh, Fruit Cocktail Imperials. Alexander Great Bar, I think I already said that. After you're done, you blow in the box, it makes a whistle sound. It was a toy. People didn't know. Only the true remember blowing into the box. Hashtag phrasing. Um, And making making a a whistle. Um, Alright, it was almost done. I'm going to do the last two at, at one time so we can get out of here. Uh, Popples, Pound Puppies, Pretty Cut and Grow, Alfie, Light Bright Tyco with the Night Glow, Fellas Had Steering Go, Girls Sit and Spin, Damn, Glow Wrestling, Everything Was Hot Back Then. And that, that, that's it. Um, but Popples, I didn't have Popples, I was a guy. Pound Puppies, I didn't have Pound Puppies, I was a guy. Pretty Cut and Grow, I could understand why you would even know that I knew that Pretty Cut and Grow existed. I'm offended that I know that Pretty Cut and Grow existed. Nevertheless, I did. Had none of that. Alfie. Alfie, however, I did have. Alfie was my first robot. Alfie, the blue Alfie, not Alfie 2. Went, nuh-uh. I don't think it was Alfie 2. It couldn't have been Alfie 2. The blue one. Anyway, Alfie, you put little, it was like little flashcard joints down in his chest or something, and then they would light up. It would say some shit. It didn't talk. It would... Alfie was dope. Uh, light bright. I did have a light bright, and I used to do put the things in there, turn on the light, look at it. Like uh, I never could do all the overcomplicated ones because I had an attention span. But I would take the pegs and try to do spitball, <laughs> African dart. <laughs> try to. They used to throw me people if I couldn't get them through the straw. It was you need a nice size straw. But yeah, then the, yeah the pegs. Pegs went everywhere. Um, Tyco with the night glow. Listen, Tyco with the night glow. I had my racetracks. I had the Dukes of Hazard racetrack and I had another racetrack. Now the Dukes of Hazard racetrack was dope because um, the, the 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 lights on the police car lit up while it was going around, and it had a ramp. It was one of the first joints with a ramp, and nobody gave a shit about the Confederate flag back then. The General Lee was the shit. Um, but then it came out with. Tyco with the night glow so you could play it and turn the lights off and the, the joints was glowing in the dark the only thing better than that was was that was the the hang I forget what they called it with the where you could put it up the wall 
and then still it would still go racetracks we were so entertained by so little back then racetracks it's crazy you put the track together and they give you like the s so you can put in different people understand uh the fellas had a steering go girls sit and spin little joints you sit in act like you're in the car or you spin around and just get dizzy and fall out little stupid joints and glow wrestling glow wrestling i wish i was still doing the podcast with people you know like the the coastal of the people or the underscoop people so i could talk about i wanted to do a glow a glow episode. I can't do a glow episode by myself. Some of these things I do a show about, but you need to bounce it off of people. And I want to do a glow, uh, glow, gorgeous ladies wrestling. It's a Netflix, the new, they redid it, and it has not, it was nothing like how it was back in the day. And I want to talk about that, but you guys are not going to tune in just to hear me, uh, wax poetic about, uh, Tina Ferrari. WWF's Ivory. Mm. Anyway, and shout out to Babe's father, father's daughter. Oh, and uh, what was the the one that was naked? Uh, Godiva. See, I'm already. Anyway, listen, that was the end of uh, the. I remember when uh, I think I called this one Kimmy, Kimmy Gibbler. And um, we're gonna get out of here. So in the in the meantime, in between time, if you like these, I'll keep doing them. If you don't, let me know, and I'll stop. But I'm having fun reminiscing on all these joints. But until the next show, man, I'm out. Appreciation. I can't be a lover. <laughs>